K-A-L-W. The new public health order that we're announcing will require San Franciscans to remain at home with exceptions only for essential outings. These measures will be disruptive to -to day-to-day life, but there is no need to panic. We've been sheltered in place for just over three weeks here in the Bay Area, and we've been checking in regularly with a mix of people to hear how they're dealing with these extraordinary times. This is Day by Day, KALW's Quarantine Diaries, Episode 3. day 17 of shelter in place. I'm a shift manager at a grocery store. Um, Today I am, I guess, within the last hour or so, uh, freaking out a little bit, or maybe the last 20 minutes. I just saw a headline pop up on my phone that unemployment could go as high as 32%, and this is, quote, Great Depression territory, and so that makes me a little nervous. The tape that we had on the floor, marking out six foot, uh, you know, distances between people standing in line. Those are now turned into nice little round uh, social distancing cues with feet on them. Just looks more permanent, um, and you know, seems like it will be. Um, Starting tomorrow, everybody who works here will have their temperature taken before they hit the time clock. Um, If they have over a 100.4 degree temperature, then they will be sent home. There is no more bulk of any kind in our store, no bulk coffee, no bulk spices, grains, granola, nuts, seeds, water. Heard from a customer who was trying to get his groceries delivered. Uh, He called us here at the store to see if there was anything that we could do as far as getting him groceries man who said he was in his 80s and he's got a wife in the house who's basically in hospice is what he said he told me that she's dying um and i guess there's food that she needs um that he can only get at our store and he's unable to get out to get her that food um and he's got caretakers that are there helping him and his wife they're basically in separate parts of their house and he can't see his wife um who's dying and that really fucking got to me um uh, what's up man what's up okay is your uh, checklist all filled out for the cleaning duties <laughs> sounds great uh, do you guys still have a bottle down there We are not going back to school this year. There's a lot of disappointment, um, and there's still a lot that remains to be seen. I teach primarily seniors. I'm about to be checking in with two of them, virtually, of course, and just kind of seeing how they're both feeling about everything. Hi, Mr. Millie. Hi. How's it going? It's going okay. What has quarantine been like for you guys as seniors about to graduate from high school? It's sad that 
We won't really get to experience what a regular senior would experience in a high school, yeah. like prom. So it sucks, but mm -hmm. at the end, like I think about um, the people who have it worse than me. Um, yeah. They're probably like, suffering way more than I do. They're thinking about their actual lives um, being put into jeopardy. Yeah. Yeah, I think that um, I've personally just been so heartbroken for all of you guys myself. Yeah, I think it's like talking about school-wise, it's like no one like really expected it like to be their last day and like every student like saying if I knew it was like it was my last day, I would have done this or like I would have like do more with my friends and like yeah. instead of like being quarantined. Yeah, I wasn't actually there on the last day before yeah, everything got shut down. Yeah, I, I took a flight to Texas. Um, and I swear, I feel like I got on a plane and just the entire world broke, you know? <laughs> it was like, mm -hmm. everything is just coming to this weird screeching halt, you know? You for sure are gonna be, I mean, you're connected to so many people across the world now. Like, I think a little bit, this is one positive thing. I think about you meeting people as you grow older and this is going to be one of those um, moments in history, like, hey, where were you when, like, everybody had to go into quarantine? And there's going to be a big part of our population that was like, oh, I didn't graduate. I had to stay home. And you're all, like, a part of that, that one in time, you know? Yeah. It's day 17, and today I realized that a community is almost like a person. Losing it can be just as painful as losing a person. It's an epiphany I had today when I was talking to my husband during lunch and I was telling him about a video from my daughter's fifth grade teacher that he sent of himself to the class right after Governor Gavin Newsom announced that school was cancelled for the rest of the academic year. He was mourning the fact that we won't be having graduation ceremonies for fifth grade and celebrating the six years that we've all spent together at Blossom Hill Elementary, this amazing community that I've been, myself, my husband and my daughter have been so lucky to be part of. And I won't be able to say goodbye in person. It's been such a big part of my life. I know I'll be able to see them afterwards, but it's different. So that's what I mean when I feel sad about losing a community. Day 18, I'm Sophia Mitra, a fifth grader at Blossom Hill Elementary. Yesterday was April Fools, and since it was April Fools, I told my mom a few jokes. I also learned today that a school was canceled for the rest of the year. I was pretty bummed because I had one of the best teachers. This was pretty bad year for me. Day 19. I'm Matt Schuster, the chef and owner of Canela Bistro. 
I have friends in the business who knew enough to know that they didn't know enough and so they shut down from day one. You know, many people like us shifted their model to to go and, and some people are doing okay. Most people I talk to are doing about 25% of what they had been used to doing. I decided to apply for the CARES Act program. The program provides 100% federally guaranteed loans to small businesses. And so we applied for that. I mean, you kind of like get in line and who knows what happens. Um, in the meantime, San Francisco had, you know, advertised that they were giving extra sick paid sick leave. But then that we applied for that and immediately got an email that said it was exhausted. Um, I mean, there's only so much honey in the pot. I am Inga Petrova. Day 20. Just before the quarantine started, I stopped drinking. Again, I keep doing this every year. And it's quite impossible, I must say. I did get drunk once, but only once. Today is day 21 of the quarantine here in San Francisco. My name is Lorencia Wuryastami. I'm a nurse practitioner taking care of elderly patients in skilled nursing facilities. This quarantine has been a lot of highs and lows for me. The highs really come when I'm working and I feel very, very tense, very, very stressed at work. I fear for myself. I fear for my patients. I fear for the staff taking care of these very vulnerable people. The lows come in when I'm at home and I sort of fill my days with as much hobbies as I can muster. I bake a lot of bread and pie, work out as much as I can tolerate, although it's somewhat dependent on my mood, which has today been a little low because of the rain from the weekend and into today. It's a mixture of sad and bored. I live with my partner, Aaron, um, my fiance, I should say. We're supposed to have a wedding in the end of June, and I have no idea if it's going to happen. So this state of ambiguity and uncertainty is really difficult to live with sometimes. Today is day 21. These past couple of days have been pretty uneventful. Um, although I finally did get my account number from EDD and I was able to log in. And like reported, it's gonna be about 450 bucks you get every week. Um, I've cleaned just about every inch I can. There's always something to clean. Um, one thing I do miss is restaurants. I am tempted to go get a Big Mac, but I won't. It's day 21 of shelter in place. It, it feels like this whole thing is starting to take a toll on people a little bit. I've definitely in the last couple days seen customers have kind of moved from being really appreciative to being grumpy and irate about things being out of stock and us asking them to social distance within the store. This is a few days ago, but I saw an older man was in a cashier's line, and as she was ringing him up, he took it upon himself to lecture 
her and the lecture turned into a bit of shouting. Your generation is the one that's messing this up for everybody. Day 22, I feel that our lives have been simplified and instead of 100 anxieties, now we just have one. And I appreciate little things more. It is day 22 of quarantine. I am downstairs watching Netflix. Big surprise there. Yes, I have succumbed to the Tiger King and Exotic Joe madness. All the memes are hilarious. Netflix is my best friend at the moment. Um, I did go to Target on Friday. Um, a friend <laughs> tipped me off that there was hand sanitizer at Target. Sure enough, I went and there was. And everybody was excited. And you could only get four per person, but that's more than enough. Um, what I couldn't get there in time for was the toilet paper. As I was walking in, um, people had grabbed the last of it. It is day two of homeschooling my kid. Yeah, adding by decomposing numbers. What decade? The, how? You're supposed to take like 265 and you break it down into 200, a 60, and a 5. And then you, no, no, no. I'm teaching my kid how I learned. So he's going to go back to third grade with new skills. So today was supposed to be the day that this was all done, remember? Before it was May 1st and then May 3rd, it was April 7th. There was like a week or week and a half where, you know, everybody was thinking April 7th was going to be this magic day where the corona was like done. It's day 22 and the night before Passover. I mean, right now all I see is Passover. <laughs> You know, like the matzah farfel and the, you know, harosets and matzah balls. And, and as I was prepping, my phone kept buzzing with new orders that were coming in. So that was fun. And at some point it, it, it got a little bit kind of like, we have to make sure we're able to um, deliver, which was, you know, stressful, but, but good. Who knew there were this many Jews in San Francisco? So we, we had like kind of like a today, it was like all hands on deck. So we were all there. Um, everybody, you know, who, who has remained was, was, was all there, like assembly lining. In fact, I, I reached out to one of our workers who we had to furlough and uh, asked him if he wanted to come back and help. And um, he did, he really did. And he was excited. And then he was like, you know, my roommate is feeling uncomfortable about me breaking the quarantine and you know i told him not to feel bad about that and that he's making the the right decision that he needs to make it is day 23 personally i'm rather dispirited working with my students all year was a labor of love so many of them opened up to me about their struggles both academically and personally Seeing a person who, back in September, expressed, you know, they didn't raise their hand because they didn't feel smart enough, but then asking me for a letter of recommendation to be the first in their family to go to college is profound. Seeing another kid who was brand new and nervous about fitting in, but 
ultimately find their group and frankly radiate happiness is what it's all about for me. So, while I am grateful for my health and shelter, I am ruefully aware of not getting a little more time with people who I sincerely have come to cherish and respect a great deal. I'm sad. (laughs) Uh, And if any of my kids are listening, I just want to say I miss you and I'm always just an email away. Hi, my name is Lorencia Wudiastami, and this is day 23 of the quarantine in San Francisco. I wear a mask everywhere I go so that I don't expose myself to anything and to the multiple patients that I see every day. And so I don't bring anything home to my partner. What I struggle with is a sense of duty with a balancing of risk. How much risk should I place myself in in the service of my patients. Whether or not I'm doing a good job, I don't know. I think I'm just trying to do my best from day to day. My wedding will happen, maybe not the way that I originally had planned it. It's getting more and more likely. We'll postpone, almost guaranteed at this point. What I'm hopeful for is that we're able to learn from our mistakes, ideally take public health warnings and public health as seriously as we do national security and defense because this is an invisible war that none of us living today have ever seen before. Those were the voices of Matt Schuster, Sarah Lai Sterland, Dakota Milwi, Joshua Sorotiak, Sophia Mitra, Inga Petrova, Stephanie Saravia, Lorenzia Wuriastami, Vincent Ocampo, and CJ Redescendo. That episode was produced by Gabe Graben and edited by David Boyer and Angela Johnston. Special thanks to Sona Avakian, Christopher Egusa, Julia Linus Goodman, Kristen McCandless, Holly J. McDeed, and Lee Romney. Thanks for listening. For KLW, I'm Hana Baba.